let me tell you a little bit about uh, a movie that is out right now that you should see. It's uh, Roe versus Wade. It's the landmark case that changed everything. I don't think people know what happened. It is shocking the way Planned Parenthood manipulated the, the courts. They lied to the media. Uh, even, uh, even Roe has come out and said now, wish I wasn't involved in that at all. It is the true story of what happened, and some of our friends are uh, in it. It's, it's available now from your cable or satellite carrier, or it's on demand from uh, Google Play, Amazon, and iTunes. I can't believe they made this available, but they did. So we should watch it and support it and learn the true story of a half century of, of lies and secrecy the truth has its day in court as you watch Roe versus Wade, the movie, available everywhere now. Thirty minutes going to be a fun ride as we are joined by Jason Whitlock in sixty seconds. The Glenn Beck program. So, if you're someplace, I was just up in Connecticut last week, and uh, oh my god, the market is just coming apart at the seams. I can't imagine why nobody wants to live in Connecticut. Um, but if you're looking to sell your home. And you want to buy a house someplace like Texas or Florida, by the way, if you have voted for a bunch of progressives your whole life, unless you've learned your lesson that you are the one that screwed it all up, please don't come to Texas. Go stay where you are. I can't wish you on any other state. Anyway, real estate agents I trust are a group of real estate agents that uh, my firm has has gone in and interviewed. I did uh, some work for the 500 biggest real estate agents or best real estate agents as judged by the Wall Street Journal. I don't know, 10 years ago, I think that started. And, uh, and I listened to them and I talked to them and I I learned that there is a formula that the really good ones use to be able to sell homes and to be able to get you into the right home for the right price. That's the formula we use to find real estate agents for you. Some of them are uh, part of the 500 best real estate agents in the country. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com, a free service to you. Jason Whitlock, a freelance journalist. Uh, he is a he's a sports journalist who does a lot more than just sports. Is really talking about culture. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Glenn. It's and good to have you here. Listening to you talk about real estate, I'm wondering: Are you advising the Black Lives Matter founder? <laughs> <laughs> can you believe that? Yeah, I can. She's making a lot of money, and the, the whole organizations making a lot of money there doesn't it's not going to the people for sure it's not yeah. going to the people um how do capitalists they, 
how do they no 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 she's a trained marxist <laughs> well, I know. yeah uh how do they how do they sleep at night honestly do they just not think they're going to be held accountable do they not care what what is happening oh i think they sleep real easy at night uh because they have so much support from big tech and the social media apps and the corporate media that she doesn't feel she she's owed this she i mean my god she created a hashtag she created a hashtag and of course you should have four homes across the country you know for three or four million (laughs) dollars glenn have you ever created a hashtag I mean, no, I don't think I did, but I also, <laughs> but I also, uh, it didn't have the social media platforms. I mean, we know now from Twitter, uh, and employees that were working at Twitter at the time that were so disgusted by what happened. BLM was not trending during the early days of the first riots. It did not trend, and and Twitter began to get heat uh, from the left. And so they changed the algorithm and moved that thing up so it was trending in the nation. So then people would go, oh, well, it's trending. It must be a big deal. That was that was total people, astroturf. But the corporate media, again, yeah. I, Twitter is the justification for the corporate media to justify the narratives, the false narratives. It Well, it's over Twitter. Are you kidding me? It must be true. Black men must about. be getting assassinated at record place because Twitter says so. So us as the New York Times, us as NBC, CBS, we have to reflect the reality of Twitter and Facebook. It is becoming, I mean, it, uh, the, the media has always been skewed. But it is, with this stuff about the Jim Crow laws, I mean, I, if, if I were black and my family had gone through what, blacks went through in this country under jim crow laws i would be so pissed off you're you're kidding me right you think this is jim crow look the the left corporate media uh created donald trump as satan Mm -hmm. and so once you create donald trump as satan it justifies almost anything and uh, he's the bad guy, and anything that the media can say, well, Donald Trump doesn't like this. We have been bamboozled, convinced, uh, brainwashed into believing that anything that attacks Donald Trump is good. And uh, it's it, this thing is so organized. It's one of the greatest capers it is. in the history of mankind. It's brilliant. And Glenn, it's satanic mm-hmm. is what it is. And, and that's a big, powerful word. But it's the truth. And, and, and I'm about to let the Black Lives Matter, what's her name, Patrice, Con Colors, yeah. I, I'm going to let them off the hook a little bit because I really think the era is with us, those of us. And again, I, I'm a journalist. I'm a sports journalist. I'm a sinner, but I'm also just a follower of truth, a follower of Christ. I believe those of us as Christians, we have let this country down. Oh, yeah. And it starts with us in the mirror. And again, it, it starts with us understanding American history 
and why we became so great. And we've abandoned those, our Christian identity, and we've leaned into political identities and all race identities and blah, blah, blah. But here's where I'm going to let Patricia Cullors and a group that I call the Alphabet Mafia, LGBTQ, BLM. It's the Alphabet Mafia, and they are in control. And it's our fault. They are angry. They don't like the way they've been treated in America. And, and here's why. As, and I've had to deal with this as a Christian myself, is because we set their sin aside as a special level of sin. Their alternative lifestyle, sexuality, that's the worst sexuality sin you can commit. And it's made people like me comfortable with my sexuality sins. Mm -hmm. In terms of, if you're gay, you were met with a lot of scorn and like, oh my God, what an abomination. You're in rebellion to God. But a guy like me, and I'm not letting myself off the hook, I can go out to Vegas, get liquored up, go to a strip club, have a stripper proposition me, and boom, bada bing, bada boom. And I can walk out and no one's mad at me, there's no scoring, and I can sit around and think, well, my sin isn't as bad as their sin. Oh, I'm, I'm always amazed at some of the most religious communities have some of the biggest strip clubs in them. I mean, it's, and it's the same people. It's the same people. Sin is just sin. Yeah. And as Christians, we have to accept that. And again, that's why this group, the Alphabet Mafia, is very hostile, very organized. This has been coming 50, 60 years in the making. And uh, they have a special protection class from big tech. And the only solution, and, and I keep telling everybody, and I got friends of mine that have known me forever, and they knew I believed in God, but they're like, wow, Whitlock is saying things I never thought he would say, and, and it's all true, and I'm not running away from my sin and all of that, but I just have a much deeper understanding of, one, American history and how our Christian values made us fearless and made mm. us create the greatest country on earth. And it's Christ that's being attacked right now. And the group that we have castigated and, and said that their sin is worse than every other sin is now trying to normalize all sin. There is basically no sin. Everything is legal under the sun and normal under the sun. And we just keep lowering standards, lowering standards. And again, I blame us if we were willing to acknowledge that our sin, just as bad as their sin, and we all need to understand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that if we don't get back in alignment with God and Jesus, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. I say we're done because I don't think we're going to get back to enlightenment. I mean, there's a possibility, but it's got to get so bad, so bad. If you're not awake now, you're not awake. And and I'm hoping people are waking up. And again, I I love the way that this Black Lives Matter real estate thing has blown up in their face, in her face. And because I I think it is the kernels of the beginning of like, wow, man, 
this is just a hustle. They're oh, not. It's all a hustle. Yeah, they're not in this to. They're in this again. Freedom is being redefined right now, Glenn. Mm-hmm. and and uh, you can't impose socialism, communism, Marxism unless you uh, remove Christianity from our culture, and they're doing it. And I just say for those of us that are believers, you know, I've been uncomfortable saying this publicly, but it's one of the main reasons I left Los Angeles because I started realizing just like how corrupt and bankrupt I was and that Mm. L.A. contributed to that. Uh, And I needed to get back to my roots. I'm a Midwest boy and I needed to get back in you know, and not that, but I need to get back in God's country. It's really interesting because I, I'm down in Texas, and I thought that was really good compared to New York. But now I go up to our ranch in the mountains because I'm I'm a Mountain West guy, and uh, I don't usually want to come back. And it's not because I don't want to do my job or anything else. It's because I feel rooted, and I feel like uh, spiritually connected much more than here and i don't live a bad life here i mean you know we all make mistakes but there's just something different um in in i think some of these some of these cities and and maybe it's just me but you kind of up there you're just you're you're with farmers and farmers ain't talking about all the crap that everybody else is talking about you know well Uh, the only issue though is if we keep running they're going to overtake everything. Oh, everything. <laughs> no, everything. And it's like we felt. I, would, I moved I, to Tennessee, and I feel good there, mm-hmm. and I, I am feel more normal, and I make better decisions, but I'm like, other people from California are coming to Tennessee. Yeah, I know. And they're coming to Florida. Well, they came to Dallas, or they came to Denver, and look what happened in Denver. They're coming now. Austin. Austin. And that's, and, I mean, that's completely, has been for a while, but now it's gaining an influence because it is so powerful and big and growing every day. You know, I, I met with uh, a bunch of pastors. We had a death in the family last week, and I was with a bunch of pastors and a priest and everything else. And we were talking about the country, and I said, you know who I blame? Christians, but also you guys. The, the pulpits went silent. They wouldn't tie scriptures to things that were really happening. And I don't want to I don't want somebody telling me who to vote for. But I do want, uh, you know, my pastor to say, these are the principles and this is why these principles work. And they have to be aligned in your everyday life and everything that you do, including voting. You can't say I agree with these principles and then vote for people that are doing the exact opposite. You can't or you'll get this. I've been it's been three to four years for my awakening and just to start telling people and for me to look at the world through God's eyes first. And and once you do that, once you start saying, well, hold on, I'm going to do this. How does God feel about it? And, and that's when you go, well, hold on, this whole abortion issue. I know where God stands on it. How can I stand someplace different than him yeah. if I'm a believer? Yeah. And uh, and then so there's one group that seems to be just like <laughs> it's the abortion's the greatest thing in the world. Celebrate it. And but, but then I'll go for many of us as Christians. 
we think the condom is the greatest thing in the world, not sex in a marriage. We think the condom is. And, you know, mm. you can have, a, and again, I'm talking about myself and why, like, I got to get out of here. I got to get someplace where I can actually, because I enjoy sex. I got to find a wife to enjoy that with. <laughs> <laughs> and, no, it, we could do a contest. <laughs> I don't think you'd have a hard time finding yeah. one. And so I, I blame us. We haven't stuck to our values and we've unleashed, uh, an energy into our country that we th- that is so blinding. People can't because I argue with people in my family. I argue. I was like, "Hey, this just isn't consistent with what we believe. How can we be for it?" Yes. More with Jason Whitlock here in just a second. Stand by. Let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. It's Goldline with the tax hikes, the money printing, the hedge funds that are collapsing. The banks are losing billions in bad leverage bets. The stock market is a joke. The stock market, you're, you're not doing earnings. You're not actually looking at facts. The government is pouring money into these financial houses and the financial houses are pouring that money into the stock market. This is bogus. This is all bogus. It's why Bloomberg yesterday came out and said, Bitcoin, hold on to your your seat for this. Bitcoin by 2022, according to Bloomberg yesterday, will be worth four hundred thousand dollars a coin. Why? Oh, I don't know, because money is going to be worthless. We are printing like it's going out of style because it is going out of style. Would you please? Please, because I can't even tell you I own Bitcoin, but I can't tell you that that's going to last. I have no idea. But gold always lasts. Precious silver and gold, that lasts. Call Goldline now. Find out about their current special with every single order placed this week only. You will qualify for a uh, mind your own business silver bar at no cost. Mind your own business is what we actually printed on our first U.S. coins. It's uh, free. I had to make these things up, and uh, and the, I mean, again, it's it's coming back to the original. Our coins were silver, our coins were gold, and they all said, "Mind your business." They're standing by to take your call now at eight six six Gold Line, eight six six Gold Line, or goldline dot com, eight six six Gold Line, or goldline dot com. Ten seconds, station ID. Jason Whitlock, sports journalist, is uh, with us now. Let's talk a little bit about what what do you think is going to happen in Minnesota? It's it's connected to the point that I I, I was making in the, in the latest incident involving the Dante Wright, and and it's very confusing for a lot of us, but it's really not confusing in terms of again we as I said previously have created degrees of sin. You know, like, oh, well, that's a special level of sin. And we've done that as it relates to sexuality. The left has now done that as it relates to violence. They've saw <laughs> the worst violence mm-hmm. is when a white police officer kills a black man. That's the worst violent sin you can commit. Black people, you can kill each other. 
and we won't bat an eye. It's like glass breaking in a restaurant. Yep. Uh, that's not really sin. That's just, you know everybody does that. Yeah. You know, white people kill white people. Black people kill black people. Yeah. It's everybody does that. And so we've created, or they have created, as it relates to violence, degrees of sin. And so the black resisting criminal is the highest level of victimhood in America. And that says something about our something terrible about our country. And it just speaks to how out of line and secular we've become and how out of line we become with God is that there are these special degrees of sin as it relates to violence. And, and so I, I listen to people. And again, I had the whole thing with Dante Wright being mischaracterized. Oh, the police stopped him. He got shot after a routine traffic violation. No, he got shot after resisting police and trying to jump into the car and escape after they found out he had an outstanding warrant for a gun. He had resisted police previously. And so they were on edge when they started approaching a guy and trying to handcuff him because of his history. Uh, Obviously, the female police officer made a grave, grave error. I don't think I believe her in the video that it was not her intent. You don't believe her. No, I do believe you do her. believe her that, okay. that it was not her intent. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that she should probably lose her job or be confined to a desk. You can't make that kind of mistake and mm-hmm. just let it go. But do I see criminal charges uh, for her? I, I just can't. I couldn't do it. I, I, I don't I don't believe there should be criminal charges. But a, as it relates and again I'm gonna go big here again I think for this to happen right outside Minnesota while the Derek Chauvin George Floyd trial is going on I I go only thing I can say is like God is really upset with us (laughs) and no no I really believe it God is really upset with us I believe you and we are being led to a point of doom because of what we've allowed. Yeah. This is all And he's part of- not leading it. He's just withdrawing his protection. He's, I mean, we don't deserve any protection. I mean, really, what are we doing to say, hey, you are our God. We'll be your people. We're not doing any of it. Jason Whitlock, great to have you. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh man, you remember? You remember when you were at that uh, restaurant and you, 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 all you had to do for the free drinks was just listen to the timeshare pitch. Oh man, that was so good. A couple of my ties in, and you're thinking, I gotta have me one of those. And now you're sitting there with one of those, and isn't it great? Uh, no, it's not. You can't, they say, get out of a timeshare. Yes, you can, but you just have to have a team of attorneys do it. You can get out of your timeshare. A lot of these places that say, well, get you out of the timeshare. You know who they are? They're usually people that were in the timeshare business, and now they're selling you that. This is a group of attorneys that have found the legal way to get you out of your timeshare. And in fact, they have a 100% money-back guarantee if they can't get you out. 100%, so you have nothing to lose. Start the process now. Go to timeshareterminationteam.com. Timeshareterminationteam.com. If you use my name, Beck, you're going to get 20% off. So make sure you tell them that I sent you. 
888-GET-YOU-OUT or timeshareterminationteam.com. Tomorrow night, Glenn TV returns. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Well, I'm just looking at President Biden speaking at the uh, ceremony for the Capitol Police officer that was killed in a car attack. Uh, so the car actually attacked an officer? car attacked him. Was it like a Transformers situation or a Knight no, Rider no, situation? No, it was just, an, you know, just a regular old car. You never see those things coming. So just like a Buick? Just parked a Buick just somewhere? Parked and it attacked got up the police it, officer. Wow, that's yeah. really that's terrible. That's the information that I have uh, at this time. Now... Other sources are saying mm. it's, I mean, you'd expect this from the right-wing media, that uh, it was a nation of uh, Islam uh, driving the car, a member of Nation of Islam, uh, who drove the car, then got out, and the car didn't actually attack. He did. You know, it's interesting, because we had another Capitol Police officer uh, tragically uh, die recently. Right, because of domestic terrorism that is happening all over right. this mm-hmm. country because of Donald Trump. And I heard a lot about that. A lot about that, as you should. As you should. It is the most pres- pressing uh, act of violence that is happening. It is the most likely way to die <laughs> in, America. in America. Yeah, that's true. Uh, by a, 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 a white, attack at the Capitol. A, a white uh, right-wing exper- uh, um, uh, extremist. Yeah, and and look, I think we should have heard a lot about that attack. Mm-hmm. I also, though, heard a lot about potential attacks after that day. In fact, so much so that they put giant walls around you know, the Capitol. Yeah, you can't yeah, get yeah. near it. Mm-hmm. Put all these barriers up. Mm-hmm. And every day they'd be like, you know what's going to happen next? The QAnon people are going to attack tomorrow. The, the, uh, the militias are going to attack tomorrow. And we kept getting, I heard tons and tons about potential attacks from those groups after that. And then when we finally did have an attack, I I heard almost nothing about it. Now, I can't detect why. After all of that buildup, when someone did attack the Capitol. The president is speaking right now about the police officer killed in car attack. In car attack. So is it, should we be looking at automobiles now trying to secure, lock them down? Because I I think so. I don't think his membership in the Nation of Islam had Mm. anything to do with it. Oh, okay. Or any of the things that he said or didn't say. Because I have this weird theory that there are more people who are supporters of Louis Farrakhan than follow QAnon. You know, we, there no. was a million man march. No, now, I know there's a few hundred people that went into the Capitol, but I remember mm-hmm. the million man march. I remember, yeah, million. I remember members of Congress meeting with Louis Farrakhan, and then followers of Louis Farrakhan are out there doing this. And there doesn't seem to be the same tying it all together, all the pieces fitting together. You can't expect them to do that. They're busy editing over at CBS. Oh, okay. so now they've it's got, tough. you know, it's, the edit bays are all awful, full, all, all full, full with those potential future QAnon yep, attacks. Yep, 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 yep. Um, let me um, let me give you a story I found yesterday. And I, I only found it at one place. I, I found it at uh, futurism.com. Don't ask me. I'm a weirdo. Mm-hmm. So agreed. <clears throat> wait a minute. A truck Carrying now, this is this was reported by the Independent, but the the American news source, of course, is Futurism.com. A truck carrying highly radioactive materials has been stolen by armed criminals in central Mexico. 
The Mexican government is now warning that anyone who comes in close contact with its deadly payload could be risking their lives. The individual got away with an industrial inspection equipment truck during an armed heist on Sunday in the town of whatever. Included in the bounty is a QSA Delta 800 gamma ray projector, which if you're watching Blu-ray, wait until you see gamma rays projected. If you're using the gamma ray, you, you really need the QSA Delta 800 to project those gamma rays, but it is so much clearer than even Blu-ray. Hmm. Um, unfortunately, this gamma ray projector uh, holds radioactive iridium, selenium, and uh, I guess it's urbidium isotopes. Uh, and they said in the article that that's unusual to have somebody interested in taking one of these trucks with something as dangerous as that. Um, there, there was a report on Sunday, 10 a.m. today, there is a robbery of radiographic equipment reported. This was uh, uh, issued a report issued by the National Commission for Nuclear Security and Safeguarding. Uh, if the radioactive material is extracted from the container or is moved and makes direct contact with any persons handling it, permanent injury could occur in minutes. Hmm. Uh, now, sounds like something QAnon would do, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. QAnon supporters doing it again. Yeah. Uh, if you're 30 meters away from this, uh, it will cause radiation poisoning. And uh, and so now they're saying that there's a couple of couple of ideas that they have. The, the, the Mexican police are on it. There's a couple of ideas. One. That this sophisticated robbery that happened. Wasn't as sophisticated. They were trying to, I don't know, knock off a donut truck. I, I don't know what it was, but it looked an awful lot. You know, sure, it had radioactive materials, you know, clearly marked on it. It was a special kind of truck, and it was in a special place where those kinds of, a lot of donut trucks or, you know, money trucks, not usually there where they stole this truck, um, but it, it probably is that it just confused criminals and they accidentally got a hold of this one. And, uh, you know, they might be all dead. They might have they might have pulled off the side of the road and went, wow, those aren't donuts in there. And Bill, you seem to be glowing. Uh, and then they all died. And nobody's been able to find the truck because when you get within 30 meters of it, you die. So we're going to file find a pile of bodies around this truck. People discovering it. Hey, I found the. Uh, We'll find that maybe in a thousand years or so. Uh, now, if that one doesn't sound like probably what happened, uh, there is another theory, and that is that the um, cartels on our border uh, are the ones behind this, and they are uh, either making or supplying the radioactive materials for dirty bombs. <laughs> hey wear your mask okay that mask may come in handy uh you might have that you might have that stupid little band around your ears and that stupid little piece of cotton or whatever it is that's gonna save your life worry about covid there's no reason 
like we have an open border, like somebody can just come across our border. You know what I mean? No, I don't think that's possible. And and the cartels have nothing to do with our borders. So and why would we worry about the, Q, the cartels when we have QAnon supporters out there? Thank you for uh, finally saying it. Yeah. Thank you for finally uh, malicious, saying it. Ever hear of malicious? Yeah. <laughs> ever hear of the Oath Keepers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. How about that? Right. Now, what about... Proud Boys? Ever hear of Proud Boys? Well, what about Louis Farrakhan? Oh, he's got uh, you know millions and millions of... Uh, of supporters and meets with members of Congress fairly regularly. In fact, uh, right. But, but it's not something to worry about. No. Oh, okay. no, no, no. Now, sure. Has he pretty much outwardly advocated for the overthrow of the government? Uh, sure. But, yeah, but not over like decades, not over decades. Has he, right. I mean, has he advocated for basically the elimination of the Jew? Sure. I, that's, that's been out there. Yes, he said that as a, you know, many, many times. Has he basically admitted to murder from the pulpit? Yes, basically he has, but not entirely. Right. And why, why should we hold him accountable for any of those Amen. things? Amen. Amen. Words are just words. Now, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. The, the dirty bomb thing. Yeah. Are you worried about that? Oh, I don't think there's any reason to worry about it. Okay. Because I haven't seen that reported Anyway, yeah, I, I haven't seen it. In, I was looking, as you mentioned, futurism.com does <laughs> yeah. have the story. Yeah. Also, the independent. Yeah, the independent. Has and that's it. it. But other that than that, seems like it. Yeah. No other one than else that, is don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Ah, cartels, a, a gamma ray projector. They're going to show movies down uh, <laughs> at the border for all the kids. That's just trying to help out. That's all there. Good heavens, are we screwed? Hey, let me tell you a little bit about LifeLock. Uh, you know, I, I know you're, you're waiting for your tax return, uh, but, you know, if it doesn't come, I mean, it's, let me say, let me tell you something. It, just think of it as donating it to a noble cause. Somebody who, because they have different values than you, who are you to judge, has already filed for your tax return, and they are spending it on stuff not your white privilege. You can't even begin to understand it. Sure, they might be white, but they're probably from Eastern Europe, and they've been held down by this big, bad American country for a very long time. So why are you even complaining? Well, I tend to disagree with that attitude, and that's why I have uh, LifeLock for identity theft, because this is the time. This is Christmas time. This is Christmas time for cyber criminals. They can steal your social security number, your address. They can buy it on the uh, black market. Then they file for your uh, taxes and get the return. And you got nothing. Right now, you can save 25% off your first year at lifelock.com if you use the promo code BECK. They're not going to be able to spot everything, but man, they're going places and going to places you don't even want to think about going to. Uh, They're looking for the real bad guys, and they have a whole team in case something does happen to you. That's going to work to mop it all up. LifeLock.com. Use the promo code back 800 LifeLock 1 800 LifeLock or LifeLock.com. Promo code back. Save 25%. Tomorrow night on Glenn TV, a virus has escaped the university labs. It's called critical race theory, but it's a dangerous reality and it's spreading rapidly through the culture. Glenn exposes the deadly Marxist roots of this toxic ideology and reveals why progressives are targeting our kids in school. Watch Critical Race Tyranny 
the Great Reset of Education. Learn how parents can fight back before it's too late. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The Glenn Beck Program. There's a couple of really great things. Uh, Gavin Newsom, you know, he's got uh, the recall. Over 2 million people signed a petition in California. And usually that's secret. You know, usually that's counted. They verify. But then, you know, they don't publish who was, you know, saying, I want to recall the, the governor. But the great Democrats in the state of California have decided they need to. I mean, some would call it doxing, but that's definitely not what's happening. Gavin Newsom just wants to reach out to these people, uh, you know, and he can't expect to be, you know, the guy who reaches out every time. He may have to get to like Fat Tony. Yeah. Well, there's these, he'll be too busy. But yeah. Fat Tony can stop by. Fat Tony will stop by. Jimmy No Fingers, he might stop by just to say, hey, you know what? I don't think I heard you. Why don't you say this again? What is the problem with Gavin Newsom? And that's just, <laughs> is Andrew Cuomo coming down to help on this one? Uh, it does kind of seem like it. It does. It does seem it like does. Cuomo would be involved in this. Yeah. This has never happened before. The Democratic Senate just passed this. I mean, oh, no. So Gavin Newsom wants to reach out and connect with his voters. <laughs> right. The people, his constituents. I want to show you how we're going to connect, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I if it's absolutely not intimidation though. No, it's not. We want to we want to be clear. No. There's not however. Any... There's no intimidation. No. There. Now, no. however, I want you to see the difference in these two stories. You know the labor union that uh failed to organize Amazon workers. Uh and they failed a in a spectacular sort of way. I mean it was it was like uh, 1800 to 750 votes. Against the union. Mm -hmm. All right. But uh, the union has filed charges against Amazon because they want a second vote. Now, you can't do this in Georgia. You couldn't do this. You couldn't do this. You couldn't do this anywhere. But uh, with the union, they have brought it to the NLRB, which they're great. That's the nation. That's the National Labor Relations Board. And now that the Democrats in charge, they are they love to help out the unions and some of these misguided people. And so what they were saying is that the the uh, the people at Amazon had employed intimidation tactics and unfair labor practices throughout the unionization election. And they're hoping that the uh, National Labor Board is will, will uh, nullify the results. And have a second election, which, of course, all the Democrats are for, you know, just nullifying one election and then having a second election if you don't like the way it turned out. I'm sure, they're for that. Uh, so uh, the uh, they're calling on the labor board to hold uh, Amazon accountable for its egregious behavior during the campaign. And apparently what they did these intimidation tactics is they would have people walk the warehouse floor and talk to them about, you know, not the benefits of not joining a union. And can you imagine how intimidated you would be, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, because I, I think the, the way the First Amendment works is one side of the argument, the side you don't like 
doesn't get to make their points. Right. If you like the, the side that does get that you do like gets to make all their points mm-hmm. and should never be. You should never intimidate those people. But the other side should never be able to get to make their points at all. Exactly right. That's the First Amendment. And in their own in the Amazon facilities, they bombarded workers with anti-union signs. And I think that these I think these um, these workers at Amazon were so stupid that they just didn't know how to vote. And I think the unions and I personally, I think all of those people. Uh, that didn't vote to unionize, I think it was a mistake. And even if they don't admit it now, I mean, I could send Fat Tony over. And, you know, you (laughs) will under... Can you tell me again (laughs) your vote on the union? They just tell me a little about it. Why are you against the unions again, eh? So, now those stories... They're not connected in any They're way, are they? They're not connected. Okay, because okay. you did them right in a row. Right. And I wasn't sure and if you were trying to make some like point. It seems like they're talking out of both sides of their mouth here, uh, but they're definitely not. They're definitely not. One is intimidation tactics. The other one is just Gavin Newsom just trying to listen to people. This is the Glenn Beck Program.